Hello, and welcome to the Major Gifts Fundraiser podcast. I'm Monica Van Deventer. Let me tell you a little bit about the tribe we're building here at Major Gifts Fundraiser. We're working with people like you who want to be among the very best in this field. You want to accomplish great things. You want to challenge yourself. You want to grow, and you are up for going on a journey because you know a journey is what it takes to become the very best version of yourself. You're listening to this podcast because you know that in order to be a great fundraiser, you have to spend time thinking about how you'll be a great fundraiser. You can learn more about our new online training programs at majorgiftsfundraiser.com. And without further ado, here's Clark. Buenos dias, mis amigos. Clark Van Deventer here from Major Gifts Fundraiser. Hope that you are having a great day. All right. Okay, I'm going to Quick update, quick update. I am still hobbling around, all right? Those of you who've been following along on the podcast know that I broke my ankle a few weeks ago. Um, One thing I am not very good at is rest. I'm trying, trying to not move. But today is a big day for me. Quite honestly, I am watching for UPS to arrive any minute now. I am getting a, like, I don't know if this is the right term for it. I'm getting a peg leg delivered. It's this thing that I will attach to my knee and I kind of elevate my foot, right? So my knee's bent and I put this thing on the bottom and I'll be able to walk around. So we'll see how that goes. Uh, One more thing before I really dive in here. Um, You may have heard me talking about this over the past few weeks. I've mentioned it, I think, in the past two or even three episodes. Hey, our virtual training program, Peak Performance Fundraising, is awesome. It is. I don't think I'm bragging. Okay. I think I think these um the, I think this training is amazing. And it the way it's designed, it each of the modules they build on each other, right? So module one is is creating a great giving experience because if you can do that and you just stop there, you will set yourself apart from your competition. Module two was all about the metrics, right? Because um, dollars raised is a lag measure. The lead measure, right? Or the lead measures, what are they? What are the lead measures that you need to be tracking to basically guarantee your future success as a fundraiser? Module three is all about getting visits. Like, how do you get visits? Um, module four, and, and like, how do you increase your close ratio? How do you get more of it, more visits that you request, right? Module four is like, kind of like, congratulations, you have a visit. Now, how do you understand different listing preferences and how do you tailor your pitch to the person sitting in front of you today? Module five is all about asking strategic questions and listening to gift. Module six is how do you prepare for and script meetings? So I am amazed at how many development professionals I meet with who will recount a meeting to me and they say, well, it didn't really go like I expected. And the reason I'm shocked by this is because basically every meeting I have, almost every meeting I have goes exactly as I expected it to go because I am scripting my meetings, not word for word, but I have a sequence. I I have questions I want to ask in a particular order I want to ask those questions in, and I am anticipating the flow of the meeting. Um, And then module seven is like, well, you've had all these meetings. Now, how do we create short-term and long 
long-term moves management plans? What are the moves that need to be made to get this relationship where we believe it has the potential to go in the next few months, next six months, next year, next two years? Module eight is about asking for the gift, right? And then module nine is sort of like, well, congratulations, but big deal. You ask for a gift. Who cares? Because there's a big difference between not being afraid to ask and knowing how to close. So module nine is all about closing and module 10 is all about stewardship, which slides right back into cultivation. And guys, this is the stuff that you need to know how to do if you want to have success as a fundraiser. So, I mean, you see how this builds, right? Um, and I may be biased, all right? But I, I think the course is loaded with theoretical concepts and some social science, right? That's really, that backs it up. But there's practical advice. And we have loads of resources from sample visit letters, tools you can use to script your meetings. We have visit report templates, like what do you need to get in a visit report? And you ought to just take the next step and don't just listen to the podcast. You should get peak performance. But, all right, the reason I am talking about this now is because in January, we are launching some new group coaching consortiums um, and you can sign up to be a part of one of these to not just go through peak performance, but to go through it with me and with people who are like you, other development professionals who are in the grind and who are like you and that they want to be great. So we've, we've got to surround ourselves with great people. You know this, right? So I pulled up a few quotes. I, I was like, people have said this, right? That, Mark Ambrose, show me your friends and I'll show you your future. Or Jim Rohn, you become like the five people you spend the most time with. Um, Oprah, surround yourself with those who only lift you higher. Uh, last night I was working out and I was watching as I worked out. Um, have you seen this David Letterman show? My next guest, it's on Netflix. It was the Will Smith episode. And guys, I find Will Smith to be a fascinating figure. Um, a very driven individual, I might add. He shared this uh, quote from Rumi. Set your life on fire. Seek those who fan your flames. Set your life on fire. Seek those who fan your flames. And he was talking about how when you have a dream, a dream is a fragile thing. And you have people who want to snuff it out or people who will unintentionally snuff it out. And you want to seek people who will fan your flames. And imagine a weekly call with me and five other people who also want to do great things, who want to become the people they were created to be. So I'm talking about this now <laughs> because I know you need time to get your stuff together. And I want you to be ready to join us. So um, we're going to start those in January. You can start peak performance anytime, but we're going to start these, these group coaching sessions in January uh, with some new groups. So you can email me, Clark, at MajorGiftsFundraiser.com. You can also go to MajorGiftsFundraiser.com to learn more. Look for the tab on services and, and look for one-on-one -on -one or group coaching. All right. Now, the topic of the day, can you text your donors? 
I said, like, can you text? Really? You can text your donors? I've been asked this more than once, more than once in the past week. Like, can't, I, I've suggested a text to a donor as a move. Someone's been reviewing what, what should my course of action be? What are the next moves I should make with this donor? And I suggested a text and they've been really a text. So can you text your donors? Yes, you can. Of course you can. But the reason I believe I am being asked this question, it raises a deeper topic than simply, can you text your donors? And the bigger topic is, it's that we handle our donors with, with like, I don't know, like we're scientists in a lab and we've got gloves on. Like we, we think that we are scientists in a lab and we have these fragile organisms that can be ruined at any moment. And so we fret over every move. We fret over every interaction because anything we do, could, we, it could tamper this. It could ruin it. And all of this worrying and all of this fear, it leads to inaction. We are afraid that we are going to, to make the wrong move, so we make no move. And quality relationships, I'm just telling you this, right? You know this. Quality relationships are built on an accumulation of shared experiences, and shared interactions. So if you want to have a great relationship, your spouse, You've got to have lots of shared experiences and shared interactions. If you want to have great donor relationships, you've got to have lots of shared experiences and lots of shared interactions. And so the question, can you text your donors? Can I text my donors? It's like, well, do, do you text your friends? Think about the best relationships you have, your best friends, the closest people in your life. Do you text them? Probably. Hey, is there one person you, that you have a great relationship that you're not, you maybe just don't text this person? Sure. Okay, so like whether or not you text someone isn't, isn't like this isn't the litmus test. This isn't the question, right? Like is it possible to have great relationships with someone without texting them? Of course it is. But we ought we ought not to be fretting. Oh, like can I can I text that? Of course you can. With your friends, do you do you fret over sending them a text? Do you fret over whether or not you should invite them to dinner as the next right move? <laughs> what if what if we treated our donors more like people? Just a human being who I want to have dinner with. And less like these delicate organisms that we could destroy if we don't handle them in a sterilized environment. All right. Now, okay, there may be a text to a friend that I fret over. If I think a friend is in a spot or if there's been some tension in our relationship, 
I may think about the words that I'm using. It, if I think my daughter is struggling with something, I, I may think about a text I want to send her or a conversation I want to have. And I may think about how I can use just the right words, or I may, I may wonder if a text is the right move right now, if there's some other move that I should make instead of a text. But can you text your donors? Of course you can text your donors. And if you are asking that question, I think it's a sign that you have a deeper issue that needs to be dealt with. Right, it's, it's really about how we view our donors. These are friends. So if your natural inclination is to text them, text them. If your natural inclination is not to text them, that could be because you're not yet in a texting kind of relationship. Although, haven't you found that, that the, the bar on like, what constitutes a texting kind of relationship is really low. Um, but okay, still, you may not be in a texting type relationship yet. But it could also be, if you're not texting your donors, or if your natural inclination isn't to text your donors, it could also be because you are overthinking and overanalyzing your moves. And if you are overthinking and overanalyzing your moves, I have a feeling you're not making enough moves. And I want you to have a lot of interactions. I want you to make a lot of moves because right relationships, good relationships are built on an accumulation of shared experiences, and shared interactions. And you can't build the kind of relationships that you want to have with your donors by being in touch with them once or twice a year. Right? All right. That's it. Kind of short meet today kind of a short topic today but i would love to hear your thoughts on this hey you can email me my email is clark at majorgiftsfundraiser.com that's clark at majorgiftsfundraiser.com of course you can also reach out to me on social media and if you've not been seeing it guys we are doing some stuff we are okay regular posts going out on linkedin facebook instagram and even TikTok, I, I can't believe we have a major gifts fundraiser, TikTok. I, I really can't. All right, that's it. That's all I've got for you today. Thanks so much for listening. Have a great day. Hey, Monica here. I hope you've been enjoying the podcast and getting some great bits of information from each episode. I want to take just a minute and talk with you about how you can work with Clark as your development coach, or as he likes to put it, your mountain guide. If you were gonna trek into the mountains, you may hire a mountain guide. If it's a big mountain and you don't know the terrain and you don't have experience in those parts, you certainly should have a guide. So when it comes to nonprofit development and major gifts fundraising, Clark can be that guide. He has been in these mountains before. He has over 20 years of experience and has raised millions of dollars for all different types of organizations. He knows what to expect. He's seen a lot. He knows the terrain. And like a mountain guide, he can help you. He can't take the steps for you, but he can take them with you. He has a map. He has a plan. He knows the weather. He can be your guide. So if you're looking for a coach to help take you to new heights, we're here to help. We can put together a custom coaching package that works for you. 
For more information, reach out to me on email at monica at majorgiftsfundraiser.com. That's monica, M-O-N-I-C-A at majorgiftsfundraiser.com.